good evening and welcome to another episode of the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. I am in the podcast chair, a classic place to do the Evening Almanac and it is indeed the evening. It is uh, nearly quarter to midnight. I've just watched the news. Uh, Obviously I knew the uh, Russia had invaded Ukraine but I wanted to watch the news and see the details of it and it is... It is terrifying stuff. The other thing about war, I'm, this is this is something which, <laughs> hang on, the dog's climbing all over me, I find weird, is like how invasions begin. Do you know what I mean? It's like almost awkward. Like they, so they roll their tanks in and then they, they like, just like start shooting a building. Yeah, let's blow this up. And then it's like, okay, we do it. Like no one's really fighting. There's no real resistance. They're just like, Right, I'm going to roll this tank in, and we're going to, we're just going to blow this building up, are we? Yeah, all right. And then, like, they kind of blow it up, and everyone's like, what are you doing? Do, do you know what I mean? It's like when I, when I, fought, I mean, look, people have died, so I'm not uh, making light of uh, war or invasion, but it's the same as when the First World War, uh, sorry, the Second World War started, and I've watched um, the World at War documentary about that, and it was the same thing. There was just a massive traffic jam of of uh, Nazi Germans just queuing up to get into France in a re- like like literally queuing just to get there they're like yeah we're in just invading France but we're just just on this on this road like on this big traffic jam for like two days just slowly moving along they're probably like you know eating snacks and reading newspapers so like when you think of war you think of People in trenches and, like, someone with a gun going, ah, killing loads of people. But actually, like, a lot of it, it it's really odd. What has he told the troops? What What's the instructions? It's probably take out these targets, and then what? I also watched something about the Russian Revolution, and it's pictured in films and things. as like thousands of people storming the, um, what was it? It wasn't the Kremlin then, was it? What did they storm? On on the Russian Revolution in in like October, nineteen seventeen. It escapes me, some government building. And the palace wasn't it a palace? Anyway, and it's all pictured as like you know, same kind of thing: guns and and uh, massive people cheering and shouting and like the workers coming in to smash it all down and the government fleeing. Apparently, it was much more. Awkward, much more awkward. Awkward's probably the wrong word, but much more um, low key than that. Like there wasn't actually that many people who, who who stormed the palace or whatever building it was. And then it was people were just kind of like, oh, all right then. Well, well, yeah. So I guess I guess this. Well, you got this building. You come in with like a revolver. Yeah, you got this building now. So have this building. It. I don't know. I just watched it. It's so interesting. Interesting slash. Horrific in its mundanity to just see a war unfold. So, like, when they were like, right, let's invade, you think it was going to be like, you know, fucking whoosh, everyone coming in. But actually, it's just some tanks like, we're just, we're just coming in. Hello, we're coming into the city. Yeah, yeah, we're the, we're the, we're the people taking over. Do you know what I mean? It's, an, it's a really odd thing to witness. But I cannot believe he's doing it. That that uh, like he shouldn't be putting his troops in there, should he? Right, that's the only pun I'm going to make on it. But the point is, 
Um, I, I just can't believe that Pumin's just, just gone, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then he's on the news being like, oh, he's, uh, obviously not on the news, but he, he's made an announcement and the news has picked it up. They didn't interview him. Uh, where he's like, right, and if anyone tries to stop us, we'll batter you. And it's like, you, but you're, you're invading mainland Europe. This isn't 1939, dickhead. I just cannot believe that he thinks he can get away with it. And the West are like, right, now you're fucked. Sanctions. I mean, I guess sanctions is a is a biggie, isn't it? Because it we live in an interconnected world these days. It's not like, you know, sanctions 100 years ago where it's like, I won't trade with you. I won't have this, uh, you know, small trading partnership with you. It's like everything is international. You've got uh, resources, uh, uh, raw, raw material resources. You've got uh, the internet. You've got uh, currency trading. You've got, you know, imports, exports. So I, I understand that sanctions will fuck them. But really, who, what, they've got a massive fucking... They're rich, Russia, and... I think that's only going to fuck normal, normal Russian people, isn't it? And there was like, I know, I know it's in the BBC's interests to show Russians are against it. And so they showed the anti-war march going on in, um, in Russia, like Moscow or something like that. Um, but I'm sure there's some Russians who are for it. I'm not saying they're, they're, um, they're the bad people. Obviously it's a dictatorship, isn't it? And uh, Putin is the nutter. He's been in power for over 20 years. And he's just like, yeah, I can do what I want. Thing is, my suggestion would be go and go and kick their heads in. Because this the world is watching. But then you've got China backing him up, haven't you? And Iran and Afghanistan and all of them lot. Basically dictatorships. I mean, I'm not saying, look, I'm not as stupid to believe that everything is black and white. You could say that there was a little bit of a power grab by NATO when um, the USSR fell apart and Russia's been feeling threatened and they've, they've felt like their land's been taken away. Obviously, they'll justify it somehow. And I know everything is in black and white, but what I would say is when it's, when it's like the elected democratic free West versus a bunch of dictatorships, you do kind of feel they're the bad guys. Like, the dictatorships are the bad guys. Anyway, I really hope it doesn't spiral into something more. I was actually watching it feeling a little bit, like, freaked out. Like, you're kind of watching it and, and, and a small part of you thinks, this is entertaining, which is awful. But we all think it. This is great news. You know, what's going on now? But then, like, almost immediately you're like, oh, no, this is serious. It's really serious. What would you do if fucking tanks just started rolling into into your town in 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 wherever you may live? It it would freak me the fuck out. I would also be enraged. There's no as I heard on a podcast the other day. Someone said no man worth his salt would allow an occupying army just to hang around his city. Like you would you would join some form of resistance. You know, I'm not necessarily saying you've got families and you need to live and work and protect people and everything. I'm not saying you'd go out there with a fucking gun and start shooting people at Checkpoint Charlie's. But what what I am saying is you would definitely in some way be resistant to that army coming in. Um, and I'm sure the Ukraine voted for independence. I, I have to check this. But anyway, 
Fucking war, mate. What is it good for other than, you know, territory grabs and flexing of power and um, being richer and having more land? See you on the next pod.